Welcome to Ageless by Rescue. This podcast is devoted to exploring the science of rejuvenation, uncovering the most trusted experts, the must-have products, innovations, and technology in the field of vitality, aesthetics, new beauty, and cosmetic enhancement. Taryn Williams is the founder of The Right Fit and Wink Models. A former model, Taryn is now a serial and award-winning entrepreneur in the tech startup and media industries. Taryn began her career at age 15 when she was scouted as a model. At age 21, she started her first business, Wink Models. She launched The Right Fit in 2016, a two-sided marketplace for creative talent. Consider it the Uber of talent. In addition to her business acumen, Taryn's personal brand epitomizes boundless energy and glowing vitality. Her eyes are a brilliant aquamarine. Her skin glows and she is fit and lean like a panther. I love being around her energy and I'm always inspired by her pursuit of excellence, both in health and in business. I invited Taryn to be on the podcast because I think it's important to share the stories of the hustlers who don't put burning out and exhaustion on a pedestal. Taryn is passionate about cellular wellness. She exudes a charged energy and has learned the hard way about work-life balance. We talked about life in the fast lane, how your energy is your ultimate capital resource, and what she has achieved as a result of harnessing the power of good health. You know, one of the best things about doing what I do is I get to have my friends on the show. And I have some really gorgeous, spectacular, high-voltage friends. And Taryn Williams is no exception. I'm so delighted to have you on Ageless by Rescue Podcast. Welcome. Thank you for having me. How could I not have you? You are literally a personification (laughs) of ageless energy and vitality. If I had to describe you to someone, I would just say, "Mm, you know what? You know the definition of like supercharged health? Uh, ambition, joy, um, you know, all of it is you. Oh, right? From sapphire eyes to glowing good skin, um, you are you are all that, my friend. And I want to dig down into how and why cellular wellness became as important to you as one of your entrepreneurial pursuits. Thank you. And look, it certainly has been a journey. That is the honest truth. Um, So as you know, I started in this industry as a model and, you know, that is a long time ago now. I'm 36. So that was sort of, I started when I was about 15. And obviously treatments were very different then. And also my knowledge and understanding about what was available to me, but also knowledge of myself was so, so different then to what it is now and and about what I needed to make myself happy and sustained and holistically healthy, I think, um, has changed a lot in that, you know, whatever it is, 20, 21 years. Um, so it's certainly been a journey and an evolution. And I think it really took me until probably my, my early 30s to understand that these things were not separate. My commercial success could not be separated from my mental and emotional well-being and separated from my physical well-being that those things really all needed to be working in alignment for me to be able to achieve on any of those fronts and definitely in my 20s I threw myself wholeheartedly into my career to my own detriment I was really burning the candle at both ends Um, I was 
you know, working 12 hours, 14 hours a day. Um, I was traveling relentlessly for work and I thought that I could, I could just apply myself and my sole focus to that and it would bring me happiness and that all the other things, you know, could come later. And it simply doesn't work like that. Like you really can't compartmentalize your life um, and think that, you know, that you can have um, commercial success without focusing on your health and wellness. And all I ended up doing was completely burning myself out. Have you ever had a breakdown or like, like a proper adrenal burnout? No, look, I'm lucky in that I never really got to that point. I think the only thing that saved me though was having my own business and that you actually physically don't get the opportunity to completely fall over. I mean, I, as you know, I've been through a divorce. I've had some pretty terrible relationship breakups. I'd certainly had some real um, uh, physical, you know, um, ailments as well. I've got epilepsy and, you know, I'd had a lot of sort of challenges um, on all fronts. And I just physically didn't have a day where I could hide under the doona and not come out. I had to get up. I had to keep going because um, I had a business to run and and a business that was scaling really quickly in a team and, and clients that depended on me. So that was probably the only thing that that actually physically prevented me having a complete breakdown, um, emotional, physical and mental. Um, so that's the only thing I think that's really kept me going. But it's certainly, there's definitely some key pivotal moments in my life that have made me realize that I, I really had to be much more focused holistically on my health and wellness um, and not just thinking that my body will always be there to solve and serve me um, and, you know, something that I can't come, you know, that I need, that I can't come back to later. It doesn't work like that. Like your, your health and wellness is not something that you can do that with. I think something that people don't understand about entrepreneurs or in that process of um, get, raising capital, for example, is that, mm. you know, there's the business and there's the key man and then there's the brand. And when people are looking at doing business with you or even more importantly, investing in you or backing you, they're looking at, you know, that trio of things. And, you know, there's the business, which is the thing that makes the money, there's the brand, which is the ephemeral, you know, the value, yeah. the concept. And then there's the person who is the founder or the inventor or the key man. And I think the needle has really shifted in that investors are looking for someone who is energized, who has the longevity, the life force in them to deliver on the investment. And I think there's never been a more kind of um, a greater example of this than when we talk about elections and we, you know, we're in an election now in Australia, oh, yeah. in the U S elections, the thing that comes up over and over and over again is they talk about the life force, the vitality, the youthfulness, the cellular vigor of the candidate. And I think that that's really interesting in business as well, because we all know we're drawn to someone with cellular vigor, with charisma, with energy. And I think business people really undervalue this incredible capital and asset. I couldn't agree with you more. And I think that when you're looking to who is going to be successful, and and I think we all make these sort of day-to-day judgments without probably realizing it, whether it's in how we vote, who we buy from, who we hire. You know, we are looking to someone and we we expect them to be vigorous it doesn't necessarily mean that they need to be youthful or youthful looking but we certainly want them to be energized to be driven to have direction to have clarity 
um, and for that to represent in them holistically in how they show up in the world, whether that's online through, um, you know, I'm very passionate about personal brand and, and how you portray yourself both in an online and offline execution, but how they show up in the world. Um, and, and we do make subconscious decisions about that. And I couldn't agree with you more in it affects, you know, how people invest. And of course it does. If I'm investing in a company, I want to know that the person that I'm backing has absolute faith and, and um, dedication to their idea and their business. Um, has a really clear go-to-market strategy on how to execute that, but then has the the drive and the ambition and the energy to to execute it. Because, as you said at the start, you know, there's ideas are not the the thing that there's a shortage of. The pain is completely in the execution, and that's where so many ideas um, fall over and founders fall over. So, having that energy and that drive um, to be able to actually bring your idea to life is so so important. For for lack of, you know, for the risk of getting torpedoed on this, your journey as being, you know, a beautiful blonde model from the Gold Coast to being a serial entrepreneur is not a typical trajectory. Um, and I think that, you know, we know each other and I, I know you probably better through social media than, you know, the amount of time we've spent together, but we do know each other. And the thing that I'm, uh, I was always really, uh, intrigued by you is that you seem to have a very clear strategy on um, self-improvement and um, not biohacking so much, but, you know, the areas of your physical and mental being that you're committed to keeping at, you know, at the best level. So I know, for example, you do crosswords, you know, like a fiend, like <laughs> having a good memory, having great cognition is really important to you. I know that you do all sorts of exercise. You're not, you know, just doing a little bit of Pilates here and like a little bit of soft something else there. I see you do rigorous training in lots of different areas, a variety that kind of stresses your body and tests your body. I see you doing lots of different beauty treatments, um, some that are really innovative and cutting edge, some that are just very luxurious, like your relationship with La Prairie, for example. And I, I want to know, I guess, do you do you plan all this? Do you have like a, a, you know, a lot of people have goals and plans and stuff for all aspects of their life. Do you, do you think about your health and vitality and beauty as an area of your life that you specifically command and steer? I think it's probably a reflection of how I think about my life holistically. So um, I've always been incredibly inquisitive and my parents will tell you I was a very, very challenging child because of this. I always wanted to know the why behind things. I, you know, it wasn't just sufficient to me to, to get good grades. I needed to understand the importance of that and what was the point of doing well at school and why did I need to go to university? And I wanted to travel. You know, I got my pilot's license when I was 15 because I thought that was imperatively important because, <laughs> because I was going to be traveling a lot. So who else was going to fly the plane? You know, I just had this incredible um, thirst for knowledge and self-improvement from, from a very young age. And and that I sort of applied to my entire life. Um, How'd that go down at the Gold Coast? 
Oh, look, it was really painful for my parents, mostly, you know, they, they absolutely supported me in all of my, you know, wild goals and and dreams and ambitions and let me go and do, gave me a lot of freedom, let me go and really explore that um, and always gave me a safe harbour to come home to. But I can imagine I was an absolute nightmare to to have around um, because of that, because like, why can't you just, you know, why is it just not enough? Um, so, look, I think that that shows up in my commercial drive and success, but it certainly obviously presents itself in the other elements of my life. And as you touched on, some of them are, you know, for me, exercise, it, it's something that I have come to realise is very, very important to me and it sets me up for mental success. And it's really that only time of my day that is completely selfishly my own. So what do you it's do? Let's, let's talk about what you're actually doing and loving. Yeah, so I try and train every day of the week, even though some people will say that that's unhealthy. It's what works for me and it's not always high intensity. Sometimes it's yin yoga um, or, you know, a less intense Pilates class. But I do a mix of reformer Pilates, um, spin. I do strength exercises, so weight, um, weights at the gym. And then I try and mix it up with some other, like just random exercises that I'll find. So I've been really into boxing lately. Um, I do infrared saunas and I do yin yoga because it's just about the closest I'll ever come to meditation. I would love to be able to meditate, but it's just never stuck for me. I've got a thousand reasons why I fight it. So um, yin yoga is really good for me because I stretch and it's probably the deepest breathing I do all week. Um, I train every morning because it's the only time of day I really get for myself um, and that I know, you know, work isn't going to run over. Or I'm not going to have client events or anything like that. So it's religious for me. I carve it out. I get super excited on the weekend. I book my schedule of the week ahead and and decide what I'm going to do. And, and that for me is I love structure. I need to get up and I need to leave the house. I need to go and do something. And that really works for me. Leaving it until the night before and thinking, oh, am I going to train tomorrow? just doesn't work. Like there's too many excuses why, you, why you're not going to do it. So I really like to book that in, make sure I've got it organized for the week. And then, yeah, it, it definitely shows up in how I think about my holistic wellness. And this kind of came from probably um, I had a really bad skiing injury, uh, God, probably 10 years ago now. Um, and I had a knee reconstruction. I've got plates in there and I had a bone transplant. It was pretty, pretty nasty. And it really showed me how bad life is when you're not well. When you have a big accident like that and it took me a long time to recover and, you know, it impacted my training, but it impacted so many other areas of my life. And I really realized that being well in all sort of essence of the word was so important to me. And so that's when I really, really started getting into training. But I also really learned a lot more about holistic wellness. Um, I started seeing an amazing naturopath. I got all of my DNA work done. So I went and did a, um, a full DNA test to find out it's because good, before isn't I it? wanted to. Oh, it's amazing. Magic. I'm, I'm it's obsessed magic. with it. I'm obsessed with recommending it to everyone. I'm getting my 11-year-old tested this weekend. I, I oh, don't think amazing. I'll tell her the results, but I really want, as a mother, yeah. I want to know because it will help me steer her in a better direction. Absolutely. And, you know, I thought I was doing all the right things. I was taking sort of general multivitamins and a fish oil and all these things that I thought were really good. And it wasn't until I did a DNA test, I found a proper naturopath and had so many other tests done and then got a proper treatment plan and actually found out some of the things that I was taking was actually really doing me a disservice and completely wrong for what my body needed. Um, You know, I had a condition where I wasn't processing copper correctly and yet I was taking a supplement that was really high in copper and doing myself a complete disservice. So it was just things like that that really made me, I think, 
working in the business that I'm in now, that's a, you know, a tech company and we're so data driven, applying that lens to my life now is just, it's really completely changed how I look at the world. And so now I want to be able to have measurable results. I want to be able to, you know, if I'm doing training, I want to be able to see the results, measure it, get better, improve. If I'm, you know, taking supplements, same story. If I'm doing infrared sauna, I want to be able to, you know, constantly be evolving and improving. Um, and so I, you know, I do, I obviously track a lot of things on a smartwatch as well. That's what I wanted to ask you. So you're talking about measurements. How are you yeah. measuring and how are you tracking your performance and your improvement? So I do quarterly blood tests um, to make sure that everything I'm taking is working and that there's nothing else out of balance. And as we all know, there's been a, a myriad of different flus and, and viruses and COVID going around. Touch wood, I still have managed to avoid getting that, which is a Christmas miracle. Um, so I do quarterly blood, blood tests um, and then I do, I use a sports watch. I use a Garmin and I track um, all of my walks and runs, um, Pilates, obviously all the exercises that I do, I track in that. I use the step tracker in that as well to keep a, a track of how many sort of steps I do. My resting heart rate as well, because um, that gives me a really good indication of what my stress levels are, are like, especially if I've got, you know, particularly, you know, busy period with a deployment of a big feature at work or something like that. I'm very mindful that sleep has a, uh, sleep has a big impact on that as well. So how is I'm trying sleep? to measure touch wood I'm very very lucky that I've never had sleep problems and I can sleep just about anywhere um, but I'm also very mindful of getting enough sleep so I will be the first to flake on a dinner and say look you know it's much more important to me to be able to get you know a full eight hours sleep or at least seven hours sleep in and be able to get up early and train than it is to go out late at night um, I'm certainly not a night hour especially as I get older um, so I am very conscious of that. And I try, I used to be really terrible at saying no. I used to feel incredibly guilty and I really took it um, very seriously. Like if I'd been invited to something or if I'd made a commitment and of course, like I, I still do my absolute very best to honor commitments, but I'm also really much more, um, I think mature now in understanding that the world doesn't stop and start with me and that it's much more important for me to be well you know, mentally and emotionally and physically to be able to show up for everyone that needs me, my team, my partner, my friends, my family, than it is to be, you know, present at an event or, you know, go to a social activity that's maybe not going to sustain me um, and top me up. So um, I'm just much more conscious about how I balance my diary. I really look at it on the weekend and go, okay, what have I got coming up next week? What can I, what out of that can I genuinely commit to? And then feeling okay with saying no, and and I've got to I actually had to get someone to write a template for me because I felt so guilty about it. But a no template for when people ask me for things like you know, can I have a coffee to catch up to pick your brain on something, or you know, I've got a really great template now that just is really realistic with what I can and can't commit to because um, I think we're especially as women we are so guilty of of overextending ourselves and then ending up compromising ending up compromising ourselves which is you know such a shame because we we are genuinely usually the ones that have to extend ourselves more for friends and family and and be that support network so so I, I hear from what you're saying that you know preserving your energy capital is you know a huge part of your ability to dip your toes in and to create so many entrepreneurial endeavors I know that your latest so the right fit just um I've mentioned it in the introduction but just to kind of go back to it is actually kind of like the uber for um 
talent, right? Talent. It's a marketplace. Yep, absolutely. So the and I've used your um, for when we launched Rescue Me Academy, the courses, I uh, exclusively used the right fit for our talent, which was wonderful. So we had models and we had actors um, that we booked and it was like the easiest, most unbelievably intuitive thing and service I've ever used. So congratulations. It was amazing. But now you've got a new um, business that's kind of a spin-off of that, which is a gifting business for influencers and talent. And what's that all about? Yes, I do. So it's called hashtag gifted. And I had said I would never do another business. I was like, that's it. Enough. You've got to stop. But I've got an amazing business partner in this business who's ex-Canva and ex-Atlassian and he's just an absolute delight and I just couldn't not pursue this idea with him. So essentially it connects brands and influencers for gifting opportunities. So if a brand has you know, a new product that they've launched or they're doing an influencer event and they want to connect with those people in a contra capacity, it allows them to do that. And for influencers, instead of sort of receiving thousands of unsolicited gifts or products that they don't need that they don't want or also having to awkwardly slide into the DM of brands and say, Hey, I'd really love to try your product or I'm coming to Brisbane. I'd love to stay in your hotel. Could we arrange something? It creates that conduit to obviously reduce waste and, and just be able to connect those two parties in a, in a way that removes all of the awkwardness um, and allows them to unlock those partnerships um, in a really authentic and, and dynamic way. So it's like a dating app. You sort of swipe left and right on the on the products and services that you'd like to to use, and then if you match, then yeah, you can collaborate in a contract capacity. So it's coming in about four weeks. So fingers crossed, it will be on on track and and in the app store soon. So uh, what I like about your business model, which, which makes you, of course, thoroughly modern, um, is that you know you are the creator of. I, I guess the engineering format of of the uh, different businesses, but you also you featured as an influencer or as um, talent for clients as well. And one of the ones that you know we both a brand that we both love is La Prairie, which is the Swiss skincare brand, super luxurious, incredibly efficacious, one of the master anti aging brands of the world. And uh, I'd love you to share, you know, how that relationship came about and why in a sea of brands that I'm sure you get, you know, you make money to be part of, um, this relationship kind of worked for you. Absolutely. So you're right. I'm so lucky to have a platform of my own that I get to use um, to partner with brands and, and share messages that are really meaningful to me. I guess the fortunate part for me is that it's um, a supplement to my existing career. And so I get to be really choosy in who I work with. Um, And what I love about that is it does mean that I can only take on ambassadorships that I'm really, really passionate about with brands that I really love. So one of those is La Prairie. And obviously the brand is just incredible. It has completely transformed my skin. And, you know, that is so easy to see. If you look at photos from me from you know, six, seven years ago and look at my skin from then till now. Obviously I'm seven years older, but I am, you know, my skin is just incredibly better than it than it ever was before. Um so I deeply believe in their products. I absolutely love how they um work with their ambassadors and their their partners and family. And I just I cannot speak more highly um of them as as a brand. Um, they are they pretty have such amazing. 
Yeah, they have such a clear identity and they they really know um, who they are. And I think that that is so rare in such a cluttered market um, to be able to be so consistent over such a long period of time. And they truly champion the causes that they that they get involved in, you know, with that. And they're all women about the cellular arm. wellness. Like they are the original yeah. cellular wellness brand. They are the original clinic, you know. Uh, they don't own it yeah. anymore, but th- that concept of the art of beauty and self-care is, is really uh I mean, I don't know who else that originates from. And as you as you said, I'm sorry I interrupted you. It's it is a lifestyle um, integration for them. And I think you know, wellness and beauty. If it's not part of your life, it's it's kind of it's inauthentic. Couldn't agree more. And you know, what I love is that they have these such strong partnerships with the arts and culture and things that are so that I'm so passionate about and that are so dear to my heart. And you're right, it is such a holistic integration. Um, They're not just saying, you know, here's a three-minute fix, um, you know, or a a quick overnight, you know, one-stop treatment. It's it's a holistic lifestyle. It's about thinking about what beauty and what wellness means to you and what that means in your life. And, you know, for me, as I said, sort of arts and culture are so, so important and that's, a, you know, something they're so heavily associated with. And, and so I think it's so much more than just um, topical treatments. It's about that indulgence. It's about stopping. It's about um, valuing yourself. It's about self-care. It's about that energy renewal that you talk about. And so that's why it's just a brand that just so aligns with with my life and, and my world. And I'm so, you know, proud to be a part of everything that I do here. Do you um, do any kind of aesthetic treatments as well? We've never really talked about that. No, I've seen on your Instagram you've had like PRP and laser and stuff, but tell me what you do. Look, I do absolutely love trying everything. Um, So I've had skin needling, I've had Botox, um, I've tried, um, yeah, I've tried PRP, I've I've tried um, all former as well. Um, I've had, yeah, full face of skin needling, my chest. Um, so look, I do love experimenting. Um, I do love researching and finding out what, what else is in the market and what's new and, um, seeing what works for my skin and then trying to find a good routine of things that work. And, you know, sometimes it just comes back to the basics, like getting a regular peel, getting microdermabrasions, you know, some of the things that have been around for a lot longer. Um, and for me now it's really about maintenance. It's about, you know, being really consistent with those things and making sure I keep on top of it, keeping up. You you can't just go and expect to do a treatment and then, um, you know, have some miraculous overnight, you know, success. For me, it's about making sure I keep on top of these things and I do them regularly. I use my treatments, um, you know, at home and, and, um, and make sure that, yeah, I'm absolutely religious with skincare. I'm religious with sunscreen, all of those things that just make such a difference. And what about on the supplements and the biohacking side? You know, you mentioned infrared saunas. Do you do cold therapy? Um, you know, do you um, take supplements? Do you do IV drips? What what other kind of, you know, on the more scientific biohacking yeah. side do you love? I take about 15 supplements in the morning and probably 12 at night. So I take an absolute plethora of uh, supplements. I walk. Is that from your naturopath and your DNA test? Yeah. Is that as a result? Yeah. Of that? Yeah. Yeah. So it's all prescribed and I see her once a month to check and, and get them updated to make sure what I'm taking is still relevant for me. 
Um, I did used to take a bunch of powders and things as well. And I've come to learn that I'm absolutely hopeless with remembering to use powders. So I now get them made into tablets at a compounding pharmacy, which costs an absolute fortune, but it's better than not taking it. So that's what I've come to, to the process of understanding. I do vitamin B injections as well, which I've learned to do myself, um, which is like life-changing, love them. I do get um, IV drips as well, definitely, especially when I'm run down or if I'm going to be traveling and I just can't risk getting sick. Um, I think they're an amazing quick fix when you when you need it, um, a top up. Absolutely. Uh, infrared saunas I love and are a bit of an indulgence. And again, a little bit of that quiet time that I just don't get anywhere else in my day. No phones. I go in there, I read a book um, and I just absolutely love it, that time to just really switch off. Um, so that's been amazing for me um and I've just started trying to do breathing exercises as well I bought a fancy um uh it's called a loom clock and it does breathing exercises to get you to sleep at night and sort of switch off so I started doing that as well which I'm really enjoying because getting into bed reading book doing some breathing exercises trying to disconnect from technology is is a big one for me to wrap it up I'd really like to ask you what do you like better about yourself in your late 30s than you did maybe in your 20s. So it could be either physical or from an energy or personality perspective. What do you think has improved with age? Absolutely everything. I look back and think I was completely insufferable in my 20s. Um, I was so headstrong and I thought I knew everything. And, you know, you just don't have any of the benefits of the learnings that you get as you age. Um, certainly my eyebrows are better. Um, that was a <laughs> terrible trend that we all went through, wasn't it? The stripper um, brows of the 90s. Oh, God, they were terrible. Mine were like tadpoles. They were hideous. Um, but th- certainly I think that the self-belief and the, and the, um, and the trust that you gain with yourself as you get older, um, I think in my twenties, whilst I was incredibly headstrong and on the surface, probably seemed very confident, um, probably borderline arrogant. It actually comes from a deep place of insecurity. And I think as you age and you come to understand there's things in the world I'm good at, and there's lots of things in the world that I'm not very good at. And there's people around me that are better at those things. And one of the, the strengths that I have now that I certainly didn't have then is identifying those things and putting my hand up and being able to ask for help and ask for support and saying, hey, I don't know how to do this thing, but you do. And could you help me? And that's taken me a long time to learn. And it's made me better as a partner. It's made me better as a friend. It's made me better as a boss. It's made me better as a coworker. Um, but it took a long time to learn. Um, and, you know, I think it's still a constant journey. I've, by no means think I've got it all sorted out, um, but I'm definitely making strides in the right direction, I think. If you were to project that because you're someone who's in technology and, you you know, you really understand that space and you know how fast moving it is, if you were to project out 10 years and, you you know, you could be part of a biotech trend that hasn't quite taken off yet, what what would you love to have in the future? Oh, I definitely think these some of these ideas around biohacking have got a long way to go. Um, so I, I think anything that involves self-testing at home, so giving you access to that real-time data about things. So, you know, whether it's urine testing or blood testing, you know, obviously Theranos was a terrible disaster. But <laughs> something along those lines. Conceptually a great idea. Conceptually a great idea, terrible execution. Uh, but the, anything that gives you access to that real-time data about how your health is performing and allowing you to make those informed decisions. 
Um, you know, I think 23andMe are doing some interesting things in that space. They're definitely pivoting into healthcare and, and med tech, um, you know, sort of away from that ancestry piece. Um, so I think that will be really fascinating. I would love to be involved in something in that space that allows you to get access to real-time data and then make informed decisions and, and treatment plans based on the back of that. Well, it has been an absolute pleasure having you. I could have spoken to you for another hour, um, but you, as Thank I said you. right at the beginning, you are the very personification of cellular wellness and vitality. Um, there is nothing that you could be launching that I don't think people wouldn't want to get excited about. And I'm super excited to try your new hashtag gifted technology when it goes live. Um, thank you so much for being on the show, Taryn. It was really a pleasure to learn a little bit more on a granular level, everything that you do in a day, in a week, in a month, in a life to make thank you, you so ageless. Much. Thanks for having me. I really, really love that chat. Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> I can't wait. I can't wait. I can't wait. Have a beautiful out. afternoon. Wonderful to speak to you. Sam Bashiri on Ageless by Rescue podcast. I'm so thrilled to have had you on the show. Ageless by Rescue is brought to you by Rescue Me Academy, Reignite Your Relationship course. Love your relationship but miss the early days? You're not alone. This course will teach you how to identify your issues, stop the fighting, find what you need to be happy, re-spark intimacy and keep the lines of communication open. Join us at rescuemeacademy.com.au to learn more about the program and to download your first free lesson. I hope you enjoyed this episode and if you did, please share and rate this episode. I'd love that. 